0: Hey friend, today we're gonna talk about some of the struggles that we stay-at-home moms face. When I became a stay-at-home mom after my third child, I really and truly had no idea how to do anything at home. I didn't cook at home regularly before. My husband and I worked opposite schedules and with just me and two children to feed and both my husband and I working opposite schedules, it was just easier to grab fast food. So 90% of our food was eating at a restaurant or Chick-fil-A for the kids. And that was how we lived for a really, really long time in our marriage. Um, it, It really, like I could keep up with the housework for the most part with just two children, but we weren't home very much we really spent a lot of our time away from home and doing other things. And when it came to me having to be at home all the time with no time that I was going to be leaving for work, I didn't have to have my work clothes ready um, by a certain day of the week or um, have the kids stuff set up before the babysitter got there or any of that stuff. I didn't have any schedule and I didn't know how to create a schedule for myself as a stay-at-home mom. I didn't know how to make a plan. Um, I, like that would work for me. I just kind of got lost. I got really lost and my house kind of got away from me for a little while. And I know I've said it before, but it took me almost, it was seven months after I had my third child before I got caught up on laundry. I really just didn't know how to do the things that needed to be done and how to keep up with the household and how to maintain any kind of structure during the summer when my older children were home and not in school because school kind of gives you a schedule. That's why we, as moms, I look forward to school starting because I know there's going to be more structure, more routine, more um, set schedules (laughs) to follow. And that helps me to be more efficient. That helps me to set better goals and um, have a better plan and keep up with my home better when I have things set up that way and have a set schedule to follow and have deadlines to have things done. My children's laundry has to be ready before school on Monday, right? Or before tomorrow. So I have to get it done today. And when we are living in a life that doesn't have any kind of schedule or routine, like right after we have a baby and there is no routine because baby is unpredictable and (laughs) sleeps random times and wakes us up and we don't sleep properly for weeks on end and we're exhausted and our brains aren't functioning properly because they haven't rested fully. And it just gets us in this loop of feeling overwhelmed with everything getting behind and nothing getting finished. And there's no set schedule because we're home all the time and sure we have to go to the doctor's office, but nobody's coming to the house to look at it and check up on us or be embarrassed, um, to be embarrassed by. So what do we do? We just let so much stuff go and we don't prioritize certain things because it doesn't really matter if we're not going anywhere and no one's coming over. So then when it's time for us to go somewhere or When we do go back to work after having a baby, um, we're so stressed out and so behind on everything, and we feel like we are never going to catch up. And it's not just from having a baby. It's what if somebody goes to the hospital and they're in the hospital, or we're out of town, and we come back, and then we have a full schedule, and the kids have extracurricular activities, and all the sports stuff and we're back and forth over here and my, you know, husband's on a work trip the next week and he's not home and he's not, we had plans in between while he was home so we didn't get stuff done and then other family members needed us or um, we had an emergency um, with the car needing to be repaired and so we were kind of juggling all these other things that threw us off of our schedule and got, you know, stuff got ignored and left behind and missed and now there's mountains of laundry to do you can't find anything that you need and you don't even know what there is to cook for dinner so we just order out again or just drive through the pickup window and grab some food even though it's definitely not what you were hoping for it's not nutritious it's not even um it it, it, it's not ideal And we get in those seasons where that's where we are. And when we are in those seasons, it can just feel so overwhelming and so just like we're drowning in stuff and mess and how can we ever catch up and how can we ever get our feet under us? Then the other seasons where we have our already full and busy schedule and then wow, okay, hubby got a promotion or a job uh, relocation. And so now we're moving um, and we have the next six weeks to do it. So, oh my goodness, how do we plan this out? (laughs) How do we plan this out? And now we have to go through not only just the regular keeping up of everything, but now um, we have to go through everything in our house and get it ready to move. What do I even do? Where do I even start? And then there's seasons like that that are just... Oh my goodness, we have a deadline and everything has to be done by then. Everything. And that feels completely panicky because there's too much to do and there's no way to get everything done and to get through it. And so we end up just some days we just don't get anything done and some days we just decide to throw everything away because it doesn't matter anyways. But when we are in those seasons that have a strict deadline, what I do notice about people is that they are ready to make decisions that they are serious about getting stuff done and that they are and I am in those seasons really committed to being productive really committed to it so how can we find that balance in between in our everyday life that can feel overwhelming and repetitive and just boring and messy and cluttered and defeating day in and day out with the same messes having to clean them up over and over again all day every day and next time you turn around the same mess is going to be back there to clean up again. It, it just feels defeating sometimes, especially when we have little ones that are just knocking everything over and spilling stuff and sticky and getting into things that they shouldn't and eating constantly. And especially if we aren't taking care of our own selves and we aren't eating healthy, then we feel like we're just a mess. We aren't able to get everything done. We have short patience, um, with our loved ones and we just are, overwhelmed all the time and overstimulated by all the mess and clutter. And how can we find a balance? Well, here's how we find a balance. We make some decisions. We give ourselves a schedule and we plan it out and we get stuff done. It doesn't matter how far behind you are on your schedule, on your home, on your plans, on your to-do list. It does not matter. You can get it taken care of You can get it done in a short amount of time if you set goals, if you have plans, and if you are serious about taking action and getting stuff done. And it doesn't matter how many distractions you have, how many children you have. There are people that I know that move in two months, they move across the country. They pack everything up, they have multiple children, and they go from overwhelmed and drowning in their everyday life to bust and tail and getting stuff done. It happens. Like they do it. And they do it well. But then we have to find that balance. That's not the way that we need to live our regular lives. We need to live our regular lives keeping up with the things in our day to day. Keeping up with the dishes. Keeping up with the laundry. Having a plan for house cleaning. And shopping for groceries and meals for our family and all the things that we do every week. We have to have a plan for that. And the way that I do my planning is I give myself a schedule and a day of the week that I work on each space. So for instance, today is Monday and today is the day that I worked on fixing the disasters that were left over the weekend. Number one, Number two, making the master bedroom feel more relaxing. Cleaning it, sanitizing it, changing the sheets, washing the rugs in the bathroom, in the master bathroom, and really just focusing on fixing the messes from the weekend. I did the master bedroom laundry, I did the master bathroom and got it all scrubbed down and everything was done. Um, with exception of laundry being finished before 10 a.m. when I start my work day. So that's kind of my mission is to give myself a day of the week to focus on each space. If I can focus on one space in a day, no matter how many interruptions I get, I can get the space finished that day. Now that does not mean perfected. It doesn't mean that I'm taking a complete disaster of years of clutter and stuff piled up and I'm completely cleaning it out in a single day with still running my family and feeding them and making meals and all the things. No, that's not what I mean. I mean that I put in the time to get something done and to make a noticeable difference in the space. That's what I'm talking about. I got it back to manageable. I got some systems in place in there. I sorted the laundry so it was easy to fold and put away and easy to wash. Um, I sanitized the floors and (laughs) cleaned the toilets and I got rid of the overwhelm of it. We got the trash out of the house. Um, You know, what do we need to do to get our space so that we feel like okay, I can do this. Now, if I'm going into a space that's completely piled with clutter, then what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna make some categories. And then when I have them in those categories, then sometimes we move them into smaller categories from that one category, for instance, um, sports equipment. Okay, so we go in and there's piles of sports equipment. Okay, we're just gonna put all the sports equipment in one section of the garage. Then the tools are gonna be in another section and the outdoor stuff is gonna be in another section. And as we're looking at that stuff, sometimes it's really quick that we can go ahead and decide some of these things we are definitely too big for now. So we've outgrown these items or they're damaged or they're just not what we're using anymore. We've got a better option now. So a lot of times we go ahead and make a donation pile as well during that stage of sorting. And then when we get to those smaller categories, so we have the tools and the sports equipment and the outdoor stuff, then we can go to the outdoor stuff and we can go through and make decisions. Do we still use these? Do we need this many? Um, Are they still functioning? Are they broken? Are they missing pieces? What's, you know, why are we not using this? Um, Are we, have we outgrown this? then we can make those decisions. Do we need this many and where do we need to keep it? So sports equipment. Okay. Are we still playing this sport? Um, or when we get all the sports equipment together, then we separate it, hockey, baseball, basketball, football, soccer, like all the different things. We separate them into their categories of what sports they are. And then we can make decisions once we get there. Okay. Do we need to, consign these? Do we need to resell them, donate them, give them to a friend or a family member? Um, Are we, you know, if we're not using them, if not, do we just donate them? What do we need to do with these items? Um, And if we're not using them, what do we need to do? And then if we are using them, where do they need to be stored? And how do we need to contain it so that we can easily find what we need when it's time to go? So that's how I make these categories and then subcategories and those decisions along the way. Um, Same thing with crafts. It would be the same thing. You know, your scrapbooking stuff, your um, printing stuff, uh, sewing, uh, yarn, whatever those sorts of categories would be. Those would be separated into their little subcategories along the way, but you could put all the craft stuff in one room or one section of the room and then sort it into subcategories for each type of craft. And then once you get to that category, then we can separate them more detailed as needed. But first thing, just getting all of the separated categories together helps the space to feel more achievable, um, Like you don't feel as overwhelmed once we get it to that stage anyways. So if we just get it to that stage of sorted chaos, we categorize the chaos, it feels more organized and more manageable. It doesn't feel as overwhelming and it feels like Okay, so next time I come in here, I have five minutes. I can sort out a couple of things or just pick through a couple of things that we can get rid of, but right now, as for right now, it's time to go. We need to go, so we'll move on, and that's kind of how I sort through and make decisions as I'm going and how I keep up with just making it manageable. It's talking about just toys, you know, a a living room of a basic family. How can we go in there where it's been completely destroyed by kids and family because we were sick for the last week and, um, and out of town the week before. And so we have stuff just everywhere in the food mess and the kitchen and all of the stuff. Number one, if the kitchen's a mess, start the load, start a load of dishes in the dishwasher, start there, throw the trash out and then easily sort through and stack your plates, bowls, sort the cups, you know, put the, all the silverware in one container so that it's ready to be loaded or washed when you have time, but just sorting it so it looks a little bit more tidy will give you a lot more, it it just takes a lot of the stress out of the look of the space and makes it feel like, okay, this is, this doesn't make me feel stressed and angry and hangry because I came in here because I was hungry, but the kitchen's so messy. I can't even think to, to fix something to eat. So I'm going out again and haven't eaten yet. I do that in my own kitchen when it gets messy. Um, so I know you do too. And especially if we have little ones, we just fix something for them and then move on because it's too stressful for us to eat. Um, think about making a, a meal in there. So Um, With the living room, if your living room is completely destroyed, what belongs in there? Put that stuff away, the stuff that doesn't belong. Start putting it out of the room. Make a pile of stuff that goes in each room. And then when you're done making those piles and you've got it all sorted by what room it needs to go in, pick up one pile at a time and start taking it to that space and put it away. Uh, That right there cleans up almost every living room. The other thing that comes into a lot of living rooms is paperwork. So grab a basket, put that paperwork in there and start making decisions. When you bring paperwork into the house, have a shredder handy and start shredding stuff or a basket so you can burn it, like put it in a burn bucket so that you can take it out and burn it um, and get rid of it. If it needs to be filed, have your files handy so you can go ahead and do that. Or just have a one section of stuff that needs to be filed once a week and have it on your schedule to file stuff once a week. Don't let it pile up and get distracted and scattered with coupons and, you know, just all that junk mail that comes in and kids' schoolwork and all the stuff that seems to just feel so chaotic after a while. Don't let it be something that makes you feel stressed out and overwhelmed. It doesn't have to be that much. It doesn't have to be a stressor. We can make it simple. Um, if you do have a ton of paperwork, put it on your schedule that you're going to spend thirty minutes to tonight instead of your while you're watching your show and sort those papers and get yourself um, some bags or buckets or boxes or whatever you have to put them in. You can just use grocery bags if you need to. Um, it doesn't have to be something a big deal or, uh, you know, you don't have to go out and buy buckets or anything to put it in. You have something that you can use to categorize those items for now. Um, I had one client that, oh my goodness, I, she shredded over a weekend. I think she, she shredded about 30 bags of paper in one weekend Because she was serious and she was committed to it. And that's what she did. That's how she spent her time and she got stuff done. And it was impressive. Like the piles of bags full of shredded paper was insane. But the stacks of stuff was significantly diminished just from her putting that initiative in to get it done. And in three weeks, she went through an entire closet that was stacked floor to ceiling of paperwork, and she got it done in about three weeks. Uh, sorted, organized, shredded. It was impressive that she got that much done on her own, just one person. And it was beautiful to see the, the difference and see it disappear and, and dwindle down every time I went over there to help with other projects. So this wasn't the only project she was working on over those three weeks. We were doing her entire house. And so for her to be able to take that on as well in her downtime and just sit, at the, <laughs> sit in the living room and shred those papers every day, every night, probably not every day and every night, but uh, multiple times throughout the week until it was done, it was just incredible. So it is possible. You can do it. You can go from feeling completely drowned and overwhelmed with the stuff to feeling like, wow, I can do this. This isn't so bad. We can handle this. Wow. This feels a lot better in here. Sometimes just sorting the dishes in the kitchen while you're waiting on the dishwasher to run is enough to make you feel better and feel like, okay, I can start some dinner now. <laughs> so what is something that you can do? Set yourself a goal, set, make a plan get a deadline for stuff to be done and give yourself a schedule to follow as a stay at home mom or as a working mom who just is working and has so much stuff to do at home as well. Give yourself a little something to do, put something on the plan for you to handle tonight. One space a day, one room a day today. Maybe it's just clearing the dining room table. Maybe that's your day today, or maybe that's your whole week. Maybe you don't have time to do it in one day that it's been piled up for a long time and it's gonna take more than today to get it done. But today, you can go in and sort stuff into categories. You could probably do that in about 20 minutes. You can spend 20 minutes in there today, can't you? Just make a difference somewhere. Set a schedule, plan something for each day of the week. Each week, you have this week, I have got to finish this room this week give yourself a deadline to get some stuff done and you will see an improvement in your space, in your home, in your life. You will feel better about your space and your home and your life and yourself. You'll be proud of the work that you've done. You, you should be. And if not, uh, one thing I notice a lot of times, let me just interrupt with this, is a lot of times my clients will absolutely forget how bad it was to start. And they'll look at it, and we've been working on it for weeks, and they still feel like it's terrible. And then I show them what it looked like when I first got there, and they're like, oh my gosh, I can't even believe this. It looks amazing. Even though 30 seconds before I showed them that picture, they felt like the place was terrible. I'm like, look, this you have made such improvement. Please stop beating yourself up. And I will tell you, we forget so quickly how bad the clutter is and how it, it's so easy to see how much there is pr- how much progress we've made it's so it's so easy to see it in a photo where we forget it in real life so don't forget to take that picture and <laughs> remind yourself how far you've come you don't have to show anybody just save it in a hidden file <laughs> in your phone and show yourself like when you're feeling really bad about where it is now take a look at back how it was 6 months ago Last week and see that improvement that you've made. You've made a difference. You've made it better. And if you haven't really spent the time on your home, what have you been spending your time with? Was it more important? Did someone in your life need you and need all of your attention so that you didn't have any energy left to give to your home? That's okay. Sometimes we have those seasons. We all have those seasons. I have those seasons. I don't know anybody that doesn't have a season like that. But if that is you and you do, you are living in a season like that, maybe you just need to take a rest and create a plan and then do something. Five minutes, maybe just something. And that's all you need to do today. Maybe that's what you need to do. Don't stress yourself out and give more than you have to give. Okay. Don't do that. Your house is not the most important thing in your life. The people that you love and that love you and that need you, those are the things that are the most important. People are far more important than things. They always will be. So don't forget to prioritize that too and make time to check in with God and see where you need to focus. If you don't know where to focus, that's what I do every time. I take a minute and I'm like, Lord, show me what I need to do. Where do I need to spend my time? Where do I need to focus today? Right now, I have this much time where should I start? And he gives me some inspiration or some motivation to go here. Or he kind of reminds me that I told myself I wanted this done and it, that's where I go. Or that my husband had said something about this space, um, being something that he wanted done. And so and not asking me to do it. He's not that kind of person, but he, um, <laughs> he said he wanted something done. So I want to make sure that I get that done. If that's the space that's bothering him more, let's make him happy. Um, you know, what is something that you could do today and set up a plan. So for me, I, I went through an episode last week about how I give myself a schedule and prioritize what to do each day of the week. Set yourself a schedule so that you can follow something and really make a difference that way. It doesn't have to be hard and it's not something that needs to take a lot of time or thought. It Spend 10 minutes and sit down and Just while you're eating, make a list of what rooms can be done the same day and get it done. Or what specific, and then with each room, what specifics and keep them in big categories. So linens, laundry, (laughs) that's all of our clothes. I'm not just specifying my husband's clothes, my clothing, bath mats. I'm not being all specific about all the things that need to be done. It's master laundry all the things to do with the master bedroom and the laundry. That's what I do on Monday. And then tidying the whole house. Like I go back and put everything in the room it's supposed to be in. That's what we do every Monday. That's my focus. (laughs) Um, And I did go through my schedule and what I do in my home in a previous episode. So go check that out if you need a schedule to follow. That makes it pretty easy. But your rooms in your home are probably a little bit different than mine and your schedule might be different. So just take a look and see what you can prioritize for each day of the week and how you can break it down so that it is manageable. And take a look at what you're already doing. Is there stuff that's already kind of going along with one day of the week? (laughs) Go ahead and write it down that that's already your system and keep it flowing like maybe improve on it. Maybe on that day of the week, you're going to really prioritize that space. And so you'll do a little extra in there. Your space is the kitchen for the day, pull the refrigerator out and sweep under it. Um, clean sides of the stove and sweep and mop under the, the stove as well. Like those are things that you can do. Add an extra task you can do each week. Um, that could help your kitchen to feel better. You know, scrub the fronts of the bottom cabinets this week um, on kitchen day. Uh, Scrub the top cabinets next week on kitchen day. Like what are the things that you can do to add to the beauty of your space and improve the cleanliness and the tidiness and the organization and decluttering of your space? Maybe you have um, projects you want to get done as well. So on one day of the week make sure you schedule that you have time for projects on that day of the week so I only schedule my home six days a week really I try and schedule five days a week because Fridays is my finish up day like I want everything to be done on Friday I don't want to have extra stuff added to it that's the day that I'm catching up and making sure everything got finished especially if I'm working away from home um, a couple of days that means laundry didn't get finished for some spaces and I need to make sure I run those extra loads of laundry. I need to prepare for guests to come and different things like that. So planning out your week really, really does make an impact in how how productive you are and how much you actually get accomplished. So I hope this was helpful for you and I hope that you will let me know what you think in the comments. Leave a review uh, for the podcast. And just let me know that this is helpful for you. Um, if you have any ideas or something that you would love to hear about, let me know. I would love to. <laughs> I would love to do a podcast to help you with what you're struggling with. All right, you guys have a blessed day. I love you so much. Thanks for listening. Bye.